When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh A place where three female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source, women. I'm Marnie, author of the best-selling book, Get Inside Her, and founder of The Wing Girl Method. And joining me today are my fabulous co-hosts, comedian and host, Kristen Carney. Hey, guys. Comedian and creator of Just Sex, Danielle Stewart. That's me. Host, writer, actor. Driss, oh, host, writer, and actress seen and heard on Ask Men and Funny or Die, Haley White. Hello. <laughs> <My> old timey. <laughs> Ethel Merlin. Your vaudeville. Oh, I love it. Well, I am so excited to be doing this. Like, I honestly have been thinking about uh, podcasting for quite some time. And, uh, you know, like a yeah. few months ago, two I've been of us. thinking about it and trying to forget about it, but it chased us down. Yeah. Chased us down. Yeah. yeah we um, had to do it. We, uh, we're meant to be together. I think so. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell maybe how we started doing this? Um, yeah, sure. I um, knew Haley for a while and then um, started hosting on Ask Men with Haley. Mm-hmm. And um, then I was introduced to Marnie because she does a lot of um, relationship advice on AskMen.com. Um, and I knew Danielle from um, being a comic. So anyway, we were we did a couple segments for Ask Men where we answered some questions. And... You know, we were amazing. It was out of control. We couldn't stop. No, I think we were all right. But we were like, you know, this could, you know, this could go somewhere. So then we chatted about a podcast. And uh, I was like, Danielle Stewart loves the sex. Love it. Loves the men. So I was like, we have to ask Danielle. And uh, and here we are. It's like, it's how babies are conceived, essentially. (laughs) This is how it happens. It's exactly how. But but it's cool because we all have different perspectives on a lot of the the men-lady things. And we're all in different, like points in our life because right. Haley you're yeah. engaged right? I'm engaged yeah and Marnie you're married yeah how long have you been married for three years wow yeah. and Kristen you're in a the like boyfriend. A long term how long yeah. five years five years and Haley you've been five years too right uh no two and a half two and a half years okay yeah. and I am a single <laughs> single lady I mean I am like so I'm putting the sing and single that's why I just sang <laughs> um yeah so we all have to, we're all coming from different places um I'm I'm getting dirty in the field right now <laughs> I used and to Danielle, get dirty like, I'm getting dirty in the garden it's, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. horrible I look up to be like Danielle though at some point because she came from a naked house and I came from a fully clothed 24-7 even when you shower house I did when I met these girls I was telling them a story about how the reason I, I've always been very passionate about sex and open about sex is because my whole family we, there was never any shame about sex my parents were hippies are hippies they walked around my house until I was six years old completely naked everyone was naked until the neighbors oh, probably the, smelled in there. It no, it was. Well, it no, smelled I'm like kidding. pot. That's what it smelled right, like. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I'm it, kind of jealous. Is that weird? So I like am too for some reason. Like it's free sex. space. It's kind of nice. Sex. Well, yeah, I just didn't know anything else, you know. And then one day the cop showed up at our house and was like, um, we hear there's a there's like children naked and parents what? naked. And my family, who my parents who had just come from Taos, New Mexico, like living it up on like ranches or like, like wearing what? a loincloth and hands to the yeah, door. Yeah, they're like, That's who the cares? Problem. My dad used to be like basically naked on the front lawn playing conga drums. Like, <laughs> oh my God. In our upper middle class Jewish neighborhood of Newton, Massachusetts. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm more similar to you. Like, as I told you guys before, my mom used to have like cutouts of me and my full family, like naked cutouts, and she would show me how things were done. <laughs> so and like, the different stages of development for each of us. Like my youngest sister, like she had no pubic hair, and then my character had a little bit, and then hers had a lot. And like it was just like really strange. And she would, I would show just be us fully covered with hair. Yeah. yeah, it was very interesting. So we, my, I don't think my father was open about sex, but my mom was very comfortable with everything, but not an 
overly sexualized person, I would say. Well, you're Jewish and I'm Jewish, and I feel like that's There's a, a Jewish, Jewish thing. thing. Yeah, because yeah, Haley and I, yeah. both of the Gentiles over here Gentiles. came from, like, shameful houses. Well, I mean, but I Jewish just, have, too, but... I just, like, yeah, I mean, I we were, you know, pretty Christian. I got more into it as I got older, and now I'm kind of coming away from it, but it was interesting because we just didn't talk about it. And so I honestly didn't even see a porn or anything, like, things that you normally so should be doing. Well, okay. I was like, what? What was that? I mean, f- for you, I feel like it's probably progressed to being slightly better but like in my oh, yeah. family I mean all of my parents children are well grown adults I mean not well but we're grown adults and <laughs> my mom recently was going to to see the great Gatsby with my brother and sister and my my dad for Mother's Day and my mom said on the phone uh, is there anything that would make any of us uncomfortable if we all go together and I was like you know I mean it got a little cheeky and by cheeky I mean like someone maybe took off like had a bra on you know and it's like you have to put that warning out there just because it's so awkward and it's not like we're like ooh sex is bad it's just sex it is awkward to walk a sex scene with your parents though I mean that's yeah no matter what but you know we always if there is I always walk out of the room I'm like oh my god I can't (laughs) talk to you right now don't look at me for five days I just act like it's not a big deal well you guys have shame for sex and we have shame for spending too much money on sex Right. right. Kind of we, we have so much credit card yeah. debt. I mean, it's like it might as well be. Sex. Yeah, I was like, spend it up. It, you know, it's it's great that uh, that men who grew up in sort of households like like Kristen and, and Haley have women like us that they can talk to um, and and email us. And I think we've got some like emails. Yeah. Right? Well, actually, I wanted to talk about um, the signals that women give when they're flirting because that seems to be a really common theme uh, with the guys that write into me right now. Because I, I coach men uh, on how to attract date and seduce women. So um, it happened to be that this morning I got a really interesting email that happened to be about signals. So I wanted to use this as an example for us to start a conversation. So I'm going to read it to you. All right, Marnie, I watched your video, what it means when a girl looks at you and have a question. I'm a personal trainer and work at a gym. There is a very attractive woman who uses my gym and I suspect does what you do when you go to the gym. She does not look at me directly, but only glances at me or looks at me out of the corner of her eye to see if I'm looking at her. I presume, I presume. Is this a female skill? She looks like she is aloof or disinterested, but I can't tell. A couple of times she has come by me or come next to where I'm working out a client and stretches or does some stuff on the floor. <laughs> Is that um, come with a you or no? It's divine stuff. It's called working out. <laughs> you mentioned that sometimes a woman will happen to be in the vicinity of a man she is interested in. Is this true? And did you say this or am I imagining this? She does not do this all the time, but has done it twice in the last several months. If she's doing it twice in the last several months, it's an obvious she's interested in you. Here is my question. I am always with clients when she does this, and I can't ignore them because they are paying for my services. What should I do or say the next time she does this? Thanks. So there's two parts to this mm. question. Number one is talking about the signals that women give as, as, as a general. And, yeah, and so all I, these signals. Yeah, so that's what I want to talk about. So, Danielle, what do you think? Well, uh, here's the thing. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bit of a starer, personally, um, and I look at people for different reasons. She just stared at me as she said I, that, I did. I, I've been staring at you the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you haven't noticed that. Um, so, I, I'm... Sometimes somebody fascinates me like they're like they're too like tattooed or too Ed Hardied out or too overly tanned. Like when I'm at the gym, I'll stare right. at people and I'm like, "Is this guy's a car- cartoon character of himself?" And I won't be able to stop looking at him. Now, thankfully, I go to an all-gay gym, so no one cares right. like, <laughs> what my yeah what my glances are all about. But there's a possibility. I don't know what this guy looks like, but there's a possibility that she's just sort of semi fascinated by him. Um, because when I'm interested in a guy. Um, and now this is me. I'm very like put on in this way. Like I will stare and hold it. So really, you know. wow. Yes. So you. You're know. super confident though. Yes. So uh, even if you really like a guy and he looks over at you, you're gonna hold that glaze and you don't look away at all. I w- no, I'll look away, but I want him to know <laughs> it's like a you know it's a Mississippi camp. Like you want to you want to show yeah. him that you're interested. Yeah. Like I'll just, look at humans at the gym for a second, but if I'm like. God damn, you know what I mean? Then it's like uh, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, and then look away rather than just a uh, yikes and then go, you know? Yeah, but I'm probably more like the girl. If she is interested in him, it's me because I don't hold for like one Mississippi. I hold for like one M. You know what I mean? Like I can't <laughs> yeah. go longer. It's too uncomfortable for me. So if she is interested in him, it's definitely a shyness thing. But there's also that 
working out element where she's at the gym That's and you're also say. there. Yeah. So there's just another human being and you just happen to look in his vicinity. If this happens once every couple months, to me, it just sounds like she's working out and her eyes move and you happen to be in her line of vision. Right. I just, I think he yeah. needs to be really careful because for me, there's nothing worse than when you're just sweating on the treadmill. Some guy comes over and he's like trying to talk to you and you're like, I'm going to douse you in a whole shit ton of sweat right now. Like, it's not a good time. So I think he should be really cautious, too, about how he approaches her. Maybe wait. Yes. Like, see, for the, the right time when she's not, like, mid-plank, like, <laughs> huffing it out, you know? That's okay. the thing. It's like, I feel like as a woman, if she is interested... I want to feel sexy when you're approaching me. You know what I mean? And so the gym, and also the gym is a safe haven for a lot of people. It is for me. Like, I do not want to feel like a guy I didn't want asking me out, asked me out at my gym. And he works there as a trainer, right? Right. Right. So there's, there's a bit of a, it's a slippery slope. Um, for a lot of, why? Because you're saying that if you do have a situation with him, that if it doesn't work out, you end up seeing him every day. Your gym isn't your safe haven anymore. Yeah, like if she isn't interested and she isn't giving him an eye, if he, you know, makes it like, hey, I notice you've been giving me, you know, if he basically makes it seem like there's a thing between them and she's not responsive to that, she's going to be like, okay, and like be annoyed. But then, okay, so like, let, let's look at it this way. So let's say he is analyzing all these possible possibilities that the woman is thinking or how she's feeling and he's trying to interpret whether her signals mean I'm into you or not into you and he decides, okay, screw it, I'm not going to approach her because most likely she's not interested in me. What if she is interested in him and she, maybe like Kristen, is, is shy and she may not approach because she wants him. She's trying to give him subtle signals to come over and approach her and he decides I'm not going to approach this girl so there's a missed opportunity there so if he were to say screw it I am going to approach her what does he do I'm curious how much makeup she's wearing in this situation he hasn't described that if she's wearing a lot of eyeliner she's into you if she comes and she's in sweatpants and and doesn't give a shit about how she's looking she's probably not into you if she knows you're there she's going to go out of her way to look better so really i think a guy would have to assess every time i see this girl is she looking like she's going to go to the bar the what club is she you don't know you don't know what she I, like i go to a gym where Literally, I'm the biggest tomboy there. Like it's gay men and then women who <laughs> You're are the manliest. Yeah, and or women who have all fake parts and like literally, literally wear fake eyelashes to the gym. You know, so and I don't know if they're like you know showing off for one guy or every guy or they're just so insecure they don't leave the house without like right. caked on makeup. You know, yeah. so I don't. I, I hear what you're saying, Kristen, but I feel like that's not a good enough indication. Here's the thing. It's a workplace situation. Let's be honest. She's a client. He works there. There's a risk for both of them. So I think that um, the, the best course of action is for him. to He needs to sort of play with this ball of yarn a little bit. He needs to start t- taking the signals and then giving subtle signals back to see if she's mm-hmm. responsive to it. So it would be like, you know, when he's walking over to his client, he sees her. Hey, how are you today? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like where, where it's a slow initiation. Very slow. Yeah. And I, I call it the ball of yarn playing because it's like we have to play a little bit of a game here. I, I hate when people say, oh, there's no games in relationships. Sometimes it has to be all games, you know, at least in the yeah. beginning. They have to play the game to feel out so she feels comfortable, he feels comfortable because there's a risk involved. This isn't just like I saw a hot chick at the movies. But it's also nice for him because he is in the authority position. He is the person who, it's his gym, he's comfortable there. I know she's comfortable too because she works out there. But he's a trainer there. He's an employee of the gym. So it's like, if he can walk around believing this is my space, I own it, and I'm welcoming you to my gym and like checking in with you because you're enjoying my equipment, if he has that thought going through his mind instead of, I'm going to be really creepy because you've only looked at me twice and now I'm going to initiate conversation with you. Well, he's in a bit of an advantage. You're right because he works there there's more of a reason for him to talk to her because he could just be friendly mm-hmm. so you have a little bit more of a gray area to hide behind and also yeah he should feel confident having casual conversation with her because he's an employee for sure you know but at the same time it is delicate because he doesn't want to 
feel rejected in a place of business where he has to go all the time. But that's up to him. If he's going to f- walk away feeling rejected, that that's on him. He can walk away not feeling rejected and just be like, okay, that person wasn't interested right. in that way. So that's for him to figure out if he can deal with that or not. So if he can deal with that emotionally, then I, I say go for it. And I love what Danielle said about like taking baby steps or the ball of yarn that you were referring to. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a really good suggestion. And I think he should be using his business to his advantage. I mean, he could even approach her like, a, you know, asking her like... If she's interested in training. Actually, that happened oh, that to me business. one time. I mean, oh, I hate when guys do that. But like, but, oh, can I help you with your business? But no, that's not what you want. And but that did happen to me awkward. once, and I was kind of into it because I was kind of it was when I was working out, and I was like, he. I've been seeing him off and on, kind of a similar situation, and I was really responsive because it wasn't creepy. Again, it's like be you know aware of how you approach it. Don't be an idiot. But did but, you like him or did you want free training? I liked him. Oh, you did like him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then she got buff in the process. Yeah. Right. And then my deltoids well. were popping. Exactly. So. Worked out well. So this this brings me I more. Go to for a, it. I think so too. So it brings me to a more general topic, which is the the thing that I wanted to talk about, which is signs that women are interested in you. Because a lot of the guys that I work with, they look at a girl and they're like, "Well, she's ten percent into me, and I don't know if I should approach her. She's probably busy, or she's going to think I'm creepy, or twenty other excuses." that they put into their mind that mm-hmm. don't really exist. It's just them being afraid of rejection. So mm-hmm. a lot of guys want to know, what are signs that can tell me if I have a better chance of getting a positive result from this woman? So I would love for each of you to give me one sign that you do when you're interested in a guy. Well, I mean, I have an ongoing problem. It's actually much better now <laughs> that I'm uh, older, but when I was younger, I obviously constantly gave off mixed messages to men because I always had men that I was not interested in making a move on me. Oh, me too. Um, and so I, you know, either the guys were completely clueless and just did, could, did, weren't even paying attention to signals or I was constantly giving off mixed messages. I do think that I've, I've learned to be less, this is going to sound awful, I've learned to be less nice to men. Um, and I mean that by... If I'm giving, if I meet a guy and we work together or something, I have to be careful with how much attention I dole out to him because if I dole out too much, that's going to send the sign that I'm interested. So, so. But is that a sign? So, like, so take a step back and tell me about the misleading signs that you were giving before that now you have control of. Um, well, a lot of times, like, I'll meet a guy and I'll love his personality. I mean, they'll be like, I love funny guys. I'm a comic. I love other people that I can, you know, verbally jar with. So, is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is that a word? I don't know. Spar. 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 It rhymes. Jar. Damn. You want to open up verbally with the jar. I, yeah. I was still yeah. following. Yeah. I think yeah, it was incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, there's, there's lots of men over the years that I've met or worked with or whatever that um, we just our sense of humor and we had such a good time together and I was enjoying the good time and meanwhile they're like I'm single you're pretty and you think I'm funny I'm in you know (laughs) yeah Um, so you know and and I, I think I would just handle them a little bit differently yeah I would you know, but, that, but that's being fully cautious and aware of what you're doing. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of women don't actually know what they're putting out there because that becomes right. very frustrating for a lot of men. But I heard a sigh to my left. So, Haley, what were you going to say? Well, this is a tough one because I also agree with Danielle, like, when you're out. Um, well, I'm engaged, but I was out recently. And, you know, just talking to this guy, being friendly, and we kind of hit it off as friends. And in my mind, I'm like, cool, dude. He's really funny, having a good time. And when he asked for my number, I told him I wasn't available. And he turned his back. Flipped me off yep. to really? his friend. Yep. And I was like, I was really emotionally hurt. I was like, really? I thought we were just <laughs> hanging out. But I think that's a big part of it is that I, I must have been giving a friendly message and it was misread. So I think... It's almost like be aware, too, that just because a girl's friendly does not mean she's Well, so then tell me what the signs are that you give when you are interested. Because if you're saying, okay, if I'm just being friendly, that doesn't mean I'm interested. What are the signs that you give when you're uh, interested? I, I, I touch... Mm. Yeah, that's something I definitely do. So, so I'll touch like I'll if I'm making a point, I'll touch your shoulder, I'll touch your knee. I do not touch somebody I'm just connecting with on a, a sense of humor level. I agree with that. I agree, yeah. except for when I get overly touchy, which means I think of you as my new gay best friend, and I'm totally comfortable with you. But but for that me, takes a little while. That, yeah. You're not going to do that in the first ten minutes. No, for sure not. Unless for they're sure gay. Not. 
Right. Exactly. Right. Also, uh, there's something else that needs each other. a variable that <laughs> needs to be um, considered is alcohol, um, because I know that there are girls that when they're drunk, they just will take attention from any source. Right. So they get drunk and giggly, and What's so you like? it's you have to be really sort of like I think that if you meet a girl out and she's drunk and gives you her number. I wouldn't assume that it's like, oh, all systems go. Um, you know, it, there are ec- extra steps because sometimes girls are just like, ah, and they're all over the place when they're one, drunk. One sign that I can say definitely a girl's not into you, if you say, can I get your number, and you're and the girl says, look me up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Facebook interested. Facebook is number one indicator. Don't really contact me. We can totally be friends from afar, but that's it. Abort. Or, abort. or an email address. Mm-hmm. Email or, address um, is no. Right. Um, if there's um, an Any um, delay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she definitely wants you to die if she tells you to go to her MySpace page. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. She's like you will never hear from me again. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's let's talk about more on the flip side of signs to look for for guys. We have a lot, a lot of signs of not to look for. It's it is really difficult because you have to think about what it is that you do. So I can say from the research that I've done that even for myself, I know that when I start to validate myself, that's when I am attracted. What's to an example? So of that? for example, if we're talking about coffee, and for some reason I start talking about like, oh, I have this new podcast that I'm doing called Ask Women and I'm trying to show that I have value in some way where it has nothing to do with the conversation. Uh Not that I'm trying to one-up him but I'm trying to show like I'm good too or you should really be attracted to me and I'm of value. Uh I find that that is a time when I when I am feeling attraction towards somebody and because I'm married you know I don't act on it but I still want to I can still put it of out course. there that I am getting butterflies from somebody. Um, but that is something that I definitely do. Another thing I do is when I go to the bathroom, I will come back with a, a new look. Um, <laughs> you know, like, I love that. My hair's redone. I have lip gloss on. I, you know, and before, like, I had glasses on. Um, what are other things? Oh, uh, leaning in, talking, like, a little bit more feminine. Uh-huh. Is something oh, that yes. I do. And and having my body facing towards the person. When I'm not interested in a person, I'm, I'm looking for an out. Also, if, if a girl is trying to find her light while talking to you, you know, be at the right angle, that's uh-huh. definitely a sign she's into you. Or she's self-conscious of also one side of her face. Her, if that's happening. I know. Right, that's me. Where's the spotlight? Well, an eye contact is yeah. another one. I mean, I don't... But I... I <laughs> Go ahead, Haley. I think for me it is physic- physicality because I won't I won't open up to you and be close to you. So I think if a girl is closer to you and like Danielle said, like touching you, that mm-hmm. is a sure sign. For sure. I can't say. It just depends on circumstances sometimes. Oh, here's something else I do is I try to make vague, casual um, future plans. Yes. So I do something mm. like, have you seen uh, The Great Gatsby? <laughs> no, I read the book. We should, you know what? I, we should totally see it. It's coming out yeah. in May. We should see it. Or something like that. That was a little too on the nose. But like, <laughs> oh, you have to see it. I should totally take you to that or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And For you know, sure. th- I do that when I, because I'm like, oh, maybe they'll call me just because they want to go to the Holocaust Museum. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is hopefully not the case. But, you know, I'll use any excuse. That's interesting. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to tell you a story because I was at a, a conference for Monday and Tuesday of this week. And there was somebody that I'd never met before um, who is kind of famous um, in the dating and relationship space. And um, I... I could tell that I was starting to play an I'm not staring at you game. Um, and I do that quite often when either yeah. I want to get somebody's attention, which is very similar to what this guy was talking mm-hmm. about. Because yes. he was talking about this video I had on YouTube about like when I see somebody attractive, I immediately look, look away. That's my initial response. If, if I'm not interested in somebody, I'll stare them down for five minutes because I'm like, you're ugly. I'm not into you. Right. But if it's somebody that I'm like, oh, you caught my attention. I'm looking away from, I will look away from you. And so this guy, I could tell all the time, I was always just staring slightly off from where he was. Right. And I was like, what the fuck am I you playing this side, game for? Right. It's crazy. And you could see him looking at you. Yeah, out of and I'm like, your oh, eyes. looking. I can see that. But like, it wasn't even like a sexual thing. It was just like a value thing. But that's still attraction. So, like, I know that I will do that. And that's a hard thing to spot in somebody else. Yeah. But I think my message to guys is don't be deterred if you do look at a woman and she does happen to look away or she's kind of looking past you. It's not necessarily a negative sign saying she's not interested in you. Yeah, because I was going to say, I actually have two kinds of interests levels. One is a really bad one, and one... So one is, <laughs> yeah. is like... And, and this is what I sort of assume that... Um, okay, you know how you have... Do you have friends that you... Um, that get a lot of guys, but they're not 
even nearly as pretty as some of your other friends who can't get dates. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes, and I hate to say this, I hope my friends aren't listening, but like I call it the low-hanging fruit rule. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I know that's yeah. a, but like if you seem like approachable or like there's a good chance, then that girl yeah. gets, you know, more... It's easier. More dates, yeah, right? Yeah, if you're sitting like arms crossed and scowling, like guys aren't going to approach you. Or too mysterious, exactly. you know? So uh, men are the same thing. So if there is like a, a guy who I would deem a six, let's say, um, I will stare him I will give him the vibe I might even walk up to him and talk to him because I feel confident around him right. then there's the Adonises you know what I mean and <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't have to be a physical not like physical perfection but I mean sometimes a lot of times with men too it's like an aura like a charisma yeah. you know um so, like, when Mo walked in the room, I was like, my God, I can't even talk to you. That's our producer. So, anyway, Mo, I'm, Mo. And I'm totally joking. I haven't even said one word to him, but I'm obviously feeling it, too. So, you know, but some guys will walk in, and I'm like, I, I won't look at you. I'm hiding under the desk. Like, I will go out of my way <laughs> yeah. to ignore you. You're not even in the room. Yeah. You know, and that, those mm-hmm. are the guys, it's like, that's butterfly stuff. Yeah. So, if there's a girl who looks like, I God, I cannot even get her eye contact, she might be totally into exactly. you. Exactly. Go up and approach her. I say go and approach anybody. You don't need a sign from anyone else giving you, like, the thumbs up to go, but just, like, approach anybody that you want to. You don't need, like, 10% saying, she could be into me. Just round it up to 100 and, don't do, it, and don't do it in a planned way where you have a line or something ready to go. Just oh God, be natural. No. The less natural, the worse. Maybe because no one's then from there there's not going to be any real conversation that's really going to develop because it's going to be so it's going to be the white awkward. elephant in the room of how awkward okay, you are so don't overthink it what is yeah. Yeah. can you can we talk about a couple of um standard like low risk opening just go up and talk to her lines yeah you yeah. know it's hard it's hard like just be natural if some guys don't know how to have conversations they're like ah, how do look I i'm a pretty this? confident girl and i don't know how to go up to a guy mm-hmm. randomly i mean yeah. You know, like I'll go like you know like sometimes I'll I'll go up to a guy and be like hey how are you are you like if we're at a um like a convention or something it's like it's like hey are you ha- sorry are you hey are you having a good time you know this is did, can you believe that last speaker like if there's a, po- a a common point of interest I use that yeah working off the of best. something around you if if you're pulling something that is common between yeah common between the both of you that's the best place to start but if you're just going to go in and you're going to be like hey you know you, you live in this neighborhood that's kind of common Common, but it's cheesy. You know, you don't want to yeah. go into that cheesy territory. There's a line that has been played, um, worked on me a couple of times, and I know it's fake, but I totally am into it. What? Okay. Uh-oh. Um, so this is for the random. I see a hot girl at Starbucks. Okay. I you please you guys are totally gonna make fun of me because of this, but I am a fan because. Here's the thing. You see someone hot at Starbucks, there's nothing you can do that isn't cheesy. You know, if you don't want to let the moment slip away, missed connections aside, there's nothing you can do. So I enjoy the, hey, (laughs) hey, do I? Do I know you? Do I look familiar to you? Because you look really familiar to me. I like that. Yeah, see? I love that. You know what's pathetic is I actually see people I think are familiar, and I'll say that, and they get the wrong (laughs) idea. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I literally know you. Is this a known thing at Starbucks if you say that and you're, like, approaching somebody? Is that the thing? No, I mean, that's just what's... Is that the line for Starbucks? It's That's... Actually, it's never happened to me actually at a Starbucks, but it's happened to me at, (laughs) like... It's happened to me, too. Or it's like this, oh... How do I know you? How do I know you? How do I know you? Wait, I did that to Benjamin Bratt because I was like, oh, how do you I know him? Like, oh my god! I wasn't trying to hit on him, although he is super sexy. Super. But I was like, I literally thought that he was my neighbor <gasps> or something. That I must know you. It from happens somewhere. in LA. I always do that with like reality stars yes. that oh, I god, swear yeah. I don't watch. You're like, how do I not want to know you? <laughs> yeah, you're like Top Chef or High School. You can't <laughs> figure out. Yeah. Well, Kristen said something really you? interesting. You were talking about um, like talking about things that are in your world. So, so I'll, I'll give you the wing girl method for having conversation I love it it's called OSA which is observation sharing and asking a question and it's it's an easy exercise to get into but literally like I'm gonna feel horrible for saying this but it's like you have Tourette's and you just spit the first thing that comes out of your mouth you're making an observation like the wall is gray or there's like lots of women in the room or this is so uncomfortable whatever it is you spit out that observation and then what you do afterwards is you share so you share either a story an experience an opinion on that statement that you've just made and then you open it up into a question and actually um, I think we have to go to a break pretty soon but after we come back from the break maybe I can 
you know, teach about how to actually get comfortable with doing these things. Let me say, yeah. as we're going to break one thing to do at Starbucks, is there's no place more awkward than the cream area because, like, <laughs> you're standing on this side and the cream and the half and half is on the left side and he's standing right there. You know, that's a good place to call something out. Like, oh, I never know when to reach for the cream. Do I wait till the person's done or do I go, you know, so stuff yeah. like that. And it's really relatable and human. You yeah, know, I've, human gone, I've gone half and half when I normally go non fat just because I want to do a reach across. <laughs> and and know. you want to show that you're that's not too prissy that you need the skim you're gonna right. go hey i'm i'm hey, a real, real girl i'm a real I'm doing girl. Half I eat. you take me out i eat yeah that yeah. is interesting more i like that. it ladies more on that when we come back and i'll teach you all about how to use osa effectively and then we have some stories from the crazy world of online dating Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you can now hear every episode of Dr. Drew Podcast at podcastone.com. There's no place else you can get comedy, sports, entertainment, health, and advice, all the podcasts you really care about, like mine, the Dr. Drew Podcast, and a huge collection of other great shows, too. That's podcastone.com. Go to podcastone.com for the best podcast out there, like mine, Dr. Drew. That is podcastone, O-N-E, podcastone.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source, women. So before we went on a break, <laughs> we were talking about OSA, and I was also saying that we were going to talk about online dating. But let's talk about OSA first. So as I said before, mm-hmm. OSA is uh, the wing girl methods method for having attractive and effective conversation with women. Because a lot of guys don't know how to break into conversation with a woman. Because they're like, what am I supposed to say to her, and how am I supposed to continue conversation? So OSA is observation, sharing, and asking, okay? So, Haley, I'm going to use you as an example. Oh, please. Right? So, what I would love for you to do, and for the guys at home, once you know, you st- you're you finished listening to this, I would love for you to do this exercise on your own, and you can do it throughout the entire day or just sitting in your living room. But I would love for the next 30 seconds. Oh, she's turning you. towards I me. I know. I'm getting hot. <laughs> I know. So, for 30 seconds, I would love for you to look around the room and just spit out the things that you see. Make observations so for example you better say Kristen's pretty uh, I was going to say Kristen's cleavage things like that just as fast as you can for the next 30 seconds All right. Starbucks microphones diamonds <laughs> teeth bangs cleave Perfect. Okay. Okay. So then the next step is, okay, so I want you to go back with those observations now and I would love for you to share something about some, about one of the items that you observe. Okay. So cleave, for example. Okay. So share an experience, a story or an opinion. So for example, if I were to say cleave, I would say, you know what? Sometimes when I go to the gym, my cleavage looks so strange because my sports bra just like clump my boobs together really strangely. So my boobs look like off Your nipples are cockeyed. It's just a funky thing exactly it's weird. but can you can you hit on someone with that thing? are you hitting on me <laughs> i am hitting on you i'm like grabbing my boobs as i'm talking I to like you it. i'm definitely hitting on you right now but so for, okay so that was an example so if well, you were to take another i would like one. talk about a story i mean i would say like oh my okay. god i was at starbucks yesterday and this guy in front of me was you know had bad cleavage i mean just farting or i would, I would <laughs> think of some cleavage butt cleavage yeah. Yeah. yeah and really from there yeah because i think i was gonna say about the cleavage thing is you ha- i mean definitely as a woman but also as a man you have to be a little bit careful, careful about yes. what the topic is because oh, you don't want to yeah yeah because if i don't if a guy i'm interested in i don't want him to picture me having lopsided nipples you know what <laughs> i mean you're never gonna have that no that was probably not the best example <laughs> right, right, right. right right that was for me trying to right. speak of something you mentioned but for example if you, even if you were to do something with this water bottle mm-hmm. so is there a like, story uh, an experience or an opinion i am that you can so share? over jenna aniston and her smart water campaign like please okay we get it In that healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good so then you make an observation like okay oh this smart the smart water water bottle like i can't get over jenna mm-hmm. okay so that is observation 
sharing because you're sharing an opinion or an experience or a story about how you feel about those things. Um, And actually a really great segue for injecting an emotion into what you're feeling is the word because, because the word because triggers you to go into your internal thoughts and actually think about something in the way that it affects you. Mm -hmm. I know it's like a lot of psychological stuff, but it does help you. So for a lot of guys saying that word because will help them inject an emotion into what they're talking about. And then after they do the sharing, they go into asking. So that's when you open up your conversation to a woman because observation and sharing will get a woman's attention and get her to look at you and then say like, well, what the hell else do you want? Like, what? how do you want me to contribute to this conversation? Right. And asking opens the topic up to her as well. Like, please ask about her. Please. I just hate when a guy starts talking all about him and next thing you know, it's like the so-and-so show and like 10 minutes later, he's asking for your number. You're like, I don't think so. You haven't connected yet. You don't even know me. Yeah, I would say 90% of the men that uh, I, I go on dates with or approach me uh, talk only about themselves. Really? And I won't. And it's a deal breaker. Like deal I breaker. Won't because I've learned, not because, you know, I, I need it to be all about me, but I've learned that if you're going to open up with statements about yourself and not have questions curious about me, then that is a bad sign for the rest of the relationship. Well, so give me an example. So tell me about the last time that you were approached by a guy who literally just talked to you and then said, oh, can I have your number? Um, well, it happens a lot um, where I... I, I <laughs> I'm just I, approached I, all the time. Well, what I mean is is that usually it doesn't... I never get approached. It doesn't get <laughs> to get the out number. of Hollywood. It do, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't get to the number phase usually because my reaction is so clearly do not even ask me for my number at this point oh, you good know for you but it's like um like i'll be standing in line at target or at starbucks or something and um i don't even look at it as hitting on me it's a guy will just start talking to me about you know um let, let me just think like uh complaining this is like it's always a complaining about like (laughs) they never have enough people at the registers or like can you believe the traffic today or blah 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 blah. and it's just like complain statement complain statement complain statement you know what I mean and there isn't any there isn't even did you think the traffic was bad there's nothing at all right that's Um, a segue to get you to open up as well right it's really just about and I I don't even look at it as hitting on because I'm like this guy's such a narcissist I don't even know if he knows I'm female Really? You know, yeah. I, that and, and again, I don't know if they're actually hitting on me. If they're just people who are like, I'm want to talk to people because I'm, mm. you know, lonely or from the Midwest. So you, you know don't I mean? find you don't find these people engaging because they're not. They're just sort of talking at you. You could be anybody. Yeah. If you don't, you need to for the first couple of dates, and that includes if our first meeting is in line at Starbucks or whatever. It needs to be all questions relation relating commonplace like what you were Absolutely. saying and then questions mm-hmm. i want to know because that's a part of courting you know and i and i i know women want equality and all this kind of stuff but like we women want to feel courted and asking questions makes us feel like you have an interest in us and that you're courting us and biologically i think women like to be the one that's asked you know well, so, so let me interrupt for one second because i want to go to the flip side of this because a lot of guys have a habit of just going straight into interview mode where they're just like you're shopping at whole foods or something and you're looking through the produce section and they're like oh do you like oranges and you're like yeah i do like oranges oh well what are you going to do with those oranges? And there's like become fruit man. Who right. like you can only talk about fruit and they're right, asking a, a million point. questions without sharing anything about you. Because I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, like, what the fuck do you want from me? And who are you? Are you a rep of Sunkist? Like, Good is that point. what you're trying yeah. to figure yeah. out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and then if they don't give you something to latch onto and then they're like, oh, can I have your number? It's like, uh, usually I'll say yes because I hate saying no and it's so uncomfortable. Even though you're married? Yeah, I'll be like, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> just get away from me and stop asking yes. me about fruit. Thank it's you. very uncomfortable. Thank you, by the way, for admitting that you... That I'm a cheating whore. No, that you give <laughs> that you give yeah. your number to men you don't want to because... Yeah. I do it all the time. Me I do too. it all the time because it's the quickest way to end the conversation. Yes. And then instantly, every time... Okay, if a girl asks... Or if you ask a girl for her number and she says, sure, what's your number? That means she's programming you into her phone as do not answer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so true. It, which is true. So it's a bad... I mean, sometimes it's a bad sign if she yeah. asks you for your number 
because she wants to know who's when you're going to be calling and how to avoid you. <laughs> well, and also like, I, and I, this is something I wanted to True. say is that I really hate this new trend of. What's your number? I'll call you right now. Or I'll oh. send you a text right now. Yeah, that's too pushy. It's too, too pushy. Too much. Pushy. But and let's it, say, I'm going to interrupt you again. Please. Let's say it was a guy that you were interested in. And I don't need him to do that. Really? It, 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 no, not at all. If he's Look, if he's interested, and I, I obviously won't mind it, but... I, I don't. It doesn't need to be there. I'd rather have him just not. It reads as desperation, and it puts yeah. you in such an uncomfortable position because then you're like, I don't, I don't need to like. Then you feel uncomfortable with like, I, don't, I have to ask them how to spell their name. I don't even remember their name. It's a whole deal. Like I hate that. You're like, how do you spell it? He's like, it's Jim. You're like, oh, oh. G? <laughs> with uh, a G or a G? Yeah, it's a, it's a G, right? Like I, that. That to me is a huge pet peeve. And also, when chicks do it too. Yeah, by the way. It's a bad thing. would there. not be even, friends if you met me. As, now. I get that all the time. I don't know. Well, if I like you, it's cool. But if, if, if Ah, like, but know. that's interesting. You said, if I like you, it's fine. If I like you. If I don't yeah. like you and I want you to get away from me, it's really freaking annoying. Yeah, well. So that's interesting. There's a lot of things that, that are fine. No, it's honest to admit because that's the truth. You have certain rules for mm-hmm. people that are annoying and ugly. You have other rules for people that you're attracted to. Ugly on the inside. Think are, that's what I'm saying. Like that you're annoying not attracted and ugly to them. Is death. Only. Right, that's my rule. Because like a lot of times you throw your rules out the window, but you're like, you showed me five red flags, but I don't care because I'm somewhat connected to you. Oh, of way. course, but mm-hmm. but but as a um, as as a position of giving advice to men or to women, you always have to play for the lowest common denominator. You always have to play for. <laughs> right. You could be, you know what I mean? You don't know what everybody's rules are yeah. if you're an annoying person, you're not an annoying person. The reason I don't like the immediate call also is that it. I get two messages. One is, I don't believe that you gave me your real phone number, and I want a proof right yeah. now. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. The second thing is, uh, yeah, I took your number technically, but now you have my number, so actually, either one of us could call right. each other, so I don't know who's going to make the first off move. Now. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, she had my number. If she wanted to, she would call, and it's like, no, 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 no. You asked for my number. You're going to call me. Be the hunter. Yeah. Okay. We're well, the gatherer. Hunt, yeah. And, and playing you, the detective with making sure you have the right phone number is the creepiest thing a guy I hate can it. do ever. So don't, I, in my opinion, as a guy, don't ever do that. That's an automatic, like, I will, I'll tell you what I'll do. I won't ever not be annoyed by it, but I'll overlook it for a guy that I like. Exactly. Okay. Yes. That's a good statement to make. Yes. So let's, let's talk more about what would make you answer the phone and what are the signs that you give? I want to stick on this signs topic. What are the signs that you would give if you were going to answer the phone and you weren't just giving out your phone number to get him to shut up? Uh, that's, I, I personally, I would, I'd text them. If I had his number, then I would say, hey, if he texts me, I would respond right away. If I wasn't interested, I wouldn't text back. Playful texting is a great way, a great jumping off point. You know, if there's a little humor going back and forth, you can share in something like an inside joke. You can, you know, something you can go back and forth. Well, that's well, it. Well, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say it's an interesting thing because I think the question as to what is the appropriate first attempt at communication, you know, a lot of women would say, no, 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 don't text me. You call me. I'm a lady. If you're going to ask her out, but initially, like, hey, had a great time last night. So awesome meeting you. Go Spurs. Whatever you want to have. Like, relate. I'm if not, someone wrote I'm Go Spurs, it'd be over. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Immediately. I don't speak sports. So yeah, I hate sports. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's like one of those things where you, you know, initially we want to be asked out on the phone. That's something I feel like has gotten lost in our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, initially, like, just like, you know, reminiscing, saying, hey, good time. Like, that's, I think that's not a bad thing. Well, I remember when I first met my husband, I was new to cell phones. Like, I was so against them for a long time. So, oh, my God. And I, but even, like, dating when I first moved to L.A. and people would text me. I'm like, I don't know how to write you back. I have no clue how to text you back. And I don't want to use my texting minutes. Like, I'm the cheapest person in the entire world. So I was like, there's no way in hell I'm texting you back. Um, but my husband did call, and he didn't text me. Uh, and I didn't know it at the time that I appreciated, but it was very indicative. Is that the right word? Yes. Of who he was as yes. A, a man because afterwards I realized how wonderful of a gentleman he was where he opened the car door for me and I'd never had that done for me before and it was very nice yes. um, but he did he did call in the very beginning but I want to go back to what are the signs that you're going to answer 
So the signs are if he's taking a number and he's interacting with you and he walks away thinking like, yes, I got her number. And you're thinking like, God, oh, thank God I gave that to him so that he would get away from me. What are what are signs that you would give that would say I am going to answer and I'm interested in you calling? I think it's a lot of the signs that we talked about earlier. Yes. The physical, there perhaps there's a touch on the shoulder or, um, heart, you know, maybe looking away a little bit because you're shy. Again, if you're having this very confident kind of um business-like conversation with him, you're not going to answer the phone. You know, when you're just like, mm-hmm, yep, great, sounds good. <laughs> but if there's a spark, a sparkle in your eye, I don't know. Yeah, before. You have I don't know. with somebody. Yeah, I think that... I don't answer even if it's my mom, so I don't know what the... Yeah, you know. it's very subtle um, for me. Uh, a simple um before I answer, can I have your number, usually is indicative of me not... I do not want to give you my number. Also, I would rarely use the term sure if I wanted to give you my number. <laughs> right. I yeah. think it sure. would be I think it would sure. be totally. I'd love that. That's yeah, another thing that yeah, I say. Definitely. Can I get your number? I'd love that. That is something like but again, I know Marty it's like I am more I think I'm a, uh, more on the confidence side sure. so I don't have a problem saying that. So I I don't know if that but for me definitely the pause cuz I will indicate like my ass off to try to send you signs that I am not I do not want to go on this next step with you. Okay. I will try to go like um yeah. <laughs> like the my register goes up, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't I I won't um and this is something that I used to, when I was younger, I didn't know how to send a different signal. I was like you couldn't tell if I was interested or not interested. Now I know Hey, you've asked me for the number, so obviously I wasn't put it, giving this message clear enough before you asking me. Now I'm going to really try to make it clear that I do not want to give you my number. I don't know why I can't just say no. Yeah. yeah. So what is so the way you, to you make know it really why clear? You, can't, no, sure? you, you know you, why you can't say no is because what Haley mentioned earlier when she said the guy flipped her off. Right. Because guys get not all guys because this is not like a guy bashing session at all. We love you, so we're here for you. Exactly. But. Um, when a guy is rejected, you run the risk of um, a very harsh reaction. And I have had that, and that scared me away yeah. from ever saying no ever yes. again. Because I've had guys be incredibly cruel. And really? I mean, cruel. Yes. Like, like, abs- can, can you tell me an example? Oh, my God. Um, I mean, it's been so long. You know, I don't know exactly, like, word for word I what happened. But I mean, it's been, like, everything from, like, you know, I don't know. I, I wasn't talk like you thought I was talking to you anyway. Like I don't, you know, stuff like that. Where all of a sudden they put up the shield and they're like, they just turn into like a bastard, you know? Really? Yeah, so, yeah. Because so bastards ruin it. So for there's every other a guy. fear, and that's why women have taken on these techniques of you know saying yeah okay and and putting your number in her phone anyway just to kind of end the thing because there, you run the risk of of douchebags being douchebags. Well, it's know, just easier to end it too and get away. Sometimes right. it's like yeah, otherwise yeah. it's a whole thing. You're like oh well, yeah. Why? That's why I sleep with guys just to get them out of my apartment right? sometimes. Because it works. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's the funny thing, too. When a guy gets so angry for being rejected, it's like, you came up to me. I didn't seek you out. Like, you don't walk up to a shirt, you know, in a store, and you're like, I'm going to buy you. And then if the shirt says no, you can't blame them if they don't have your size. You know, right, like, exactly. it's this weird taking out aggression. When you put us in this position, now why am, why am I obligated to say yes to you? Right. You know, right. so you have to take when a woman rejects you like a gentleman because you put her in that position. Now, don't put her in an even worse position to lie to you or make her uncomfortable. I love that. That just gave me a whole bunch of flashbacks to like movies of the week where like people would be in a bar flirting and having fun and then the girls like says to the guy, oh, I'm not interested and then he like beats her up around the corner right. when she leaves. Like, it, it is, it does give me a visual of like what yeah. could possibly happen if, because a lot of guys do misunderstand some signals and they think Maybe they don't think, but they're like, there was a silent contract that I thought we were both opting into, and yeah. now I'm angry because it's not happening. Well, I actually think it's more that the guy's not even necessarily looking for, especially if it's like a Starbucks or line at grocery store situation. Starbucks like 18 times. Sorry, they're sponsoring us. <laughs> totally so, just kidding, wishful thinking. But, it can um, happen, Starbucks. I don't know why. It's just a common place that I, I live at. Um, but, <laughs> but You have a cot in the back. We are talking about these are we are talking about a situation where there's really not a lot of commonality. There's a very short period of time where you have to actually approach somebody that you think 
you sparked with, mm-hmm. um, or at least that you like the way they look and you want to get to know them more. So it, it, when there's not a lot of time to exchange signals, um, you know, there, I do think that those opportunities shouldn't be missed. And I do think that maybe it's not about signals. Maybe it's about taking a chance. And I think that when the guy feels like I took a leap of faith and I was wrong, they get very embarrassed and it becomes like a lash out. So what my question is how when a guy asks you for your number or can I call you sometime and you say like something like, oh, I have a boyfriend or I'm not dating right now or like, oh, because I've actually said before and I've had bad situations. I'm like, actually, no. I tried that yeah. experience for a while because I was like, I'm just going to say no because I was so sick of guys I didn't want calling me, calling me. You know, and I got it was one of those things where I picked up a call and I didn't know the number. And I thought it was a friend of mine and it was the guy and I got put on the spot. And I ended up on a date with him. I mean, uh, sneak attack. Yeah, total sneak attack uh. awfulness. So I, um, I, you know, it doesn't like what should a guy say if you reject him? He asks you for your number. What 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 is a as a woman? What is an appropriate like? bow away slowly, gracefully. You can say, shame, that's a shame, you're amazing. Do you have any friends <laughs> you want yeah, to introduce right, me to? Right. Or something yeah. or like, like that. Or like, he's a lucky guy, yeah, or exactly. Oh, that guy's lucky, uh, but if... <laughs> yeah, if he happens to die because I found your address and I shoot him, would you right. be interested in me? Exactly. Right. Something right. super creepy. That's cute. You know what, though? Exactly. I hate to say this, but I like to say it at the same time because it's what I believe. But I have this stigma against guys who ask for your number anyway. I just assume anyone who asks for my number is a loser. It's like it's like you know the like Woody Allen thing. Like I don't want to belong to any club that would want me. So I don't know. I have this weird thing when guys ask for your number anyway, right on the spot. It's just I see them as desperate. I agree. Um, when a guy asks me for my number right on the spot as well, I sort of think I'm the hundredth girl they've asked. Right. But really, what yeah, do you I do? totally see them as like the the weird whack nuts. So Even what, though they're not, that's just how I view them. Right, so does that mean that if you see a girl at Trader Joe's that you think is beautiful, sorry, wrong place, wrong time? I mean, is that just like, can't do it? To, me, to me, because I, I, I'm really over-analytical, um, so I, I just overthink everything, and then I deduce that the situation has to be that the person knows is, you. Is, I mean, why isn't he dating already right now? He must, you know, just kind of be like, oh, the guy that asked for the number. You know, I don't stigmas. I I hang on to stigmas, and there's not a lot of girls like me, honestly. That's I why I, I don't agree with that. No, I think there are because I, I think most you know women like to be like you said courted and all that stuff. But I have this thing. I'm a little bit more of a. I hate to describe it as, I I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's more of a don't don't talk to me because then it's this weird social awkwardness that I don't feel like dealing with. Like if a guy says, mm-hmm. "Do you need help?" You know, do you need help carrying that? Totally. Like, I weigh 100 pounds. I can't carry this. But I don't feel like figuring out a conversation to have with you on the 500, uh, you know, meter walk to my car. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, let's say he were to figure out a conversation to have with you. It's still, I'm putting an effort. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Like, I don't really care. You know? So, I don't know. It's really hard for me to give advice on, I'm doing it, but, you know, to give, and, give advice on something no, like this. The, uh, the advice that you're is. giving is that is something that you do not respond to. Right. That you would never be... A approached in a, like a supermarket or at the gym or whatever right. place and that it's is also like that. I think it's also because I find guys attractive when I know their their brain and the way they think I even if a guy's really handsome if Brad Pitt walked up to me if I knew he had money I'd be like hell yeah but if it's right. some guy that good yep. looking I wouldn't be I wouldn't be instantly awed by him because I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on in his mind and that's what's attractive I totally agree so when you have a chance yeah, to get to too. know somebody that's the natural way to then ask for the number because then she's like oh you know I like the way he thinks or whatever yeah and that, and that brings us back to the point of how you need to ask the girl about her and have a conversation before because how would you ever want to I, I'm like I want to know that you actually like me and not just the shell right well so, exactly because then it leads to this place of maybe he just wants to hook up yeah you know because he sees me physically and that's all he knows about me yeah but i mean i don't know because i maybe i'm a little bit of a guy in this sense but like i will see guys out because i you are like fuck yeah yeah like and i and they're not necessarily like these ripped hollywood guys or anything like that it's just sometimes a guy has a look 
that totally. I like, you know? And then I'm like, and I'll like I'll almost have like a soundtrack in my head, like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, this guy, what's up? You know what I mean? And I do start doing my little things. I start throwing my game, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And it depends on the situation, obviously, but like try to hold eye contact. You know, um, walk by them and like brush them. Like I, I, it's almost a farce. The D you know? stew game. Yeah, like I tried to do I, it. I, uh, not now, but that is the way that I did it as well. It was subtle signals where it's like I'm. I want you to make the initiation of, of um, approaching me, but I'm going to make it as easy as possible and like subtly look at you and kind of walk by you. I'll be in your vicinity. So I I'm sorry. You know what I just pictured is Danielle like putting out her signals, <laughs> the dinosaur in Jurassic Park when he attacks Newman. <laughs> <laughs> you just like creep up the to him, yeah. and you just attack him. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, with, yeah. The, with the fans. Well, on his I neck. will say that, um, and I don't know if there's people uh, listening to this who are a fan of of the pickup artist or or anything like that. But I read the game, mm-hmm. and there was some stuff, some techniques that I pulled off of the the game that I use on men, and one of them, you know. I don't neg, so to speak, if you know what that means, which is basically like, um, you know, sort of subtly and playfully insult somebody to sort of, you know, um, isolate them from Mm -hmm. a crowd to let them know you're giving them attention. But like, you know, if I see a guy again, sorry, Haley, at Starbucks and um, he orders (laughs) something, you know, like I'll make fun of it. You know what I mean? I'll be yeah. like, um, see, that's sexy. Like, bullshitting that's, that's is, funny, is amazing. That's the best way I think to really approach someone is through like funny banter, just like say or making fun of something together that you have a moment about. Yeah, you're like yeah. soy milk, really? Yeah, soy like milk? I'll be like white mocha latte. Okay. Yeah. So what Chris, color thong so are you wearing? Yeah, I exactly. would initiate it's conversation zebra. with you that way at Trader Joe's. Oh yeah, I would definitely start talking to them because again, it's funny. It's the but way that's the interesting. Bra- so, it's because of the way the brain. I'm seeing like, oh, he thinks soy milk is lame too. Sweet. I know the way his brain thinks. He's a little. Um, He's not liberal. Right. 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 He, like, <laughs> hates gay people. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you know, you get a chance to actually know, a, you something can take about something them. so that, small and then put it on this microscope level where you're like, oh, that means this, 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 and this about him. And he probably doesn't drive a whatever car, you know, that I think is a bad yeah, car. That's, that's OSHA. And that's oh, OSA. That's, OSA. that's but, completely OSA. But that's interesting because a couple of minutes ago, you were saying that you wouldn't respond to that and you wouldn't want to have to make the chit chat on the 500 meters. Well, so again, the, I, like, the difference? I like guys that are very glass half empty, and I hate to say that, but someone who is cynical. Someone right. who's cynical, if, if it, cause, because I'm cynical. Right. So it connects. But right. if, if there's no, like I just said, it's a mind thing. Like it takes me, if I hear the so, way their mind works. And again, that for me is so indicative mm-hmm. of who they are. If they don't, if they think soy milk is is oh, cheesy or whatever, or for people who are like a little frilly, then I'm like, oh, cool. We would totally get along because I think so. But I drink soy milk, but yeah. I don't I don't like brag okay about it. Right, lactose exactly. intolerant. No, yeah. I am lactose intolerant. Okay, I drink lactate. Judge. I had a conversation about this. I drink lactate because it doesn't have the same stigma that soy milk has. I think it sounds... <laughs> well, soy milk's also not that sounds great sounds like a STD, like... But oh, lactate is. sounds like old person medicine or I something. But I think what you're saying and makes a lot of sense, which is the difference between small talk, general small talk, because we have to fill the noise as you're helping me carry groceries out, and some like the OSA is personal. You know, right, it's like if it's connected. Yeah, an observation of something that's happening right now, something personal about myself, asking something personal about you. I don't think anybody minds small talk that gets personal. I think the problem yeah. that people right. have... You want to have that connection If with the somebody. guy offered to carry my groceries to my car and said, you know what, the fact that they've banned plastic bags is so obnoxious, I'd be like, oh my God, let's totally walk together because <laughs> I agree. You know, it's not like, oh great, I want to, we're going to walk to my car and talk about the tra- the traffic because so, I, I don't... Right. You so know. for you to even engage, you just need to know that you're on the same page. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. If you're, you know, yeah. I align with that. Yeah, yeah. So. and uh, the, that, connection, and that's why no guys should never try to say things that they think women want to hear because you you never know. Like, and this is, I mean, not. I know we're wrapping up soon, but like on online dating, I look at every single of these guys' website like profiles, and everybody has these extreme sports pictures, yeah. like <laughs> hand gliding, and I love mountain biking, blah blah blah. blah. And every guy, I'm like, nope, nope, yeah. nope, because. I, first of all, I don't know if that's if every guy in LA loves hand gliding. I, I need to move. <laughs> You're to like, New York. where's the picture of you watching Family Guy eating and hot smoking Cheetos? Cigarettes. Exactly. That's what I, want. I would rather date a smoker yeah. than date a hiker. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> totally. Well, oh no. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, Danielle and I would fight over the same guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I think if you're the kind of guy who doesn't really like to be active, that's fine, guys, because there's going to be a girl like me or like Kristen that loves you. And P.S. We're kind of cute. So. <laughs> 
you know, let's stop. Let's take off the pictures of you. You know, um, I'd rather have a guy hand hand. Jiving, jiving. I don't yeah. grease. You know, watch. You know, something different. Exactly, because that's, that's still a thing. Hand jive. But I mean, every guy go online. I'm telling you guys, every guy has a skydiving picture or a paragliding. Pic- stop it, because it makes his <laughs> penis feel big. And well, stop, don't stop it. Just, just you don't have to be a, a match for one another. Yeah, if that's right. what you really yeah. are. Show him like crazy. Really but I, I cannot, I refuse to believe that every single guy in Los <laughs> Angeles is into hand gliding. Maybe right. they are. Or sports or, or surfing. suits that like fly off cliffs. By the way, you yes. would never find those pictures for a guy on a dating site in New York. Exactly. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah. You would yeah. see that. Yeah. So if the same guy in LA who has the skydiving picture moved to New York, he would take down the skydiving picture guaranteed if he's in New York. And, and I'm a girl in LA and I do not want to do sports with you. I don't want to watch sports but with I you. Do. I don't want to do sports with you. Well, Not that's watch great. sports, but yes. But that's great. And that. But all I'm saying is, is that if you, if that's a tiny aspect of your personality, great, put it up there. But if like, you just did it, it once and you want someone to know, hey, I skydived once. Like, right. Look, I ran a marathon, but I'm not putting my pictures up there because that is not who I am. Right, right. <laughs> that was a fluke. Well, well that's the point day. of online dating. It's supposed to be a visual like explanation of who you are. And the yeah. only way you can get a match for you is by putting your real self out there. I know that sounds like hippie to be ish. I'm sure you hate no, me right but now, it Christine, really but needs to be said. <laughs> it needs to be said because the other thing I see is these guys with like pictures with other women women stop it yeah. unless you have a caption that says this is my sister and which by the way Wait, i'm like still weird which is still weird where i'm like take your sister off your online dating profile they right. want us to know that right. you know women I, but i can't there's like 90 percent of men have pictures with them with some girl mm-hmm. that you don't know who they are and they're at some bar or the girls are dressed like playboy like bunnies cropped. like you see like their face is partly cropped uh, off and like you can see her hair like yeah. you're like is that your ex-girlfriend you like get a stop it yourself? yeah but then they think you're cropping her because she's ugly you right. know you're like i don't want to ugly girl in a picture with me right well it's just pick another picture dude right. take just one with your iphone crop. exactly because exactly. i know why guys do it they think it adds like hey i'm not creepy i have girlfriends or i have value i don't want to i'm looking at pictures with you these other women i don't want to deal with these other women i don't want to go into a relationship wondering who these girlfriends of yours no, are i completely like, agree with you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and that is so common just don't put pictures of you and other women on your online profile Thank it's you. just yeah there's no need there's it, no need for it you're showing confusing. you it's too confusing and no headshots either just yeah. Oh my oh, God. I hate those. Or the ones in the bathroom, right? Horrible. The worst. Well, thank you, ladies, for sharing your honest and very blunt uh, advice and opinions. It's very appreciated. I know that. And all of the men who are listening, you are awesome. You are wonderful. We love you, and we hope that you tune in every week to listen to Ask Women Podcast. Yeah, and go to our Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash askwomenpodcast. Same with Facebook, facebook.com slash. Ask we will be podcast. releasing a new show every Tuesday that you can download at podcast1one.com. See you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.